Come on in. Come back into the room. I think it is time to bring out our very favorite deities. They've come from another dimension here to do a podcast. Please welcome Fizz. Hello, folks. Hello. Hello, Maya. How are we? How are we today? Yes, very good, thank you. Very good. Thank you for having us. Of course, thank you. Now, um, just to reiterate, me, I'm the mayor of Fizzville, uh, running for, for re-election. The, the, the gorgeous, precious deities known as, as Fizz have finally descended upon us. Now, before we get into that, there are just a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing is graffiti. There isn't enough of it. The second thing, uh, there is currently a distribution issue in regards to unicorn juice at local shops, so you will have to settle for tap unicorn juice uh, on this occasion. Also, uh, this coming bank holiday, there will be terrestrial. There will be a terrestrial eyeball storm, so plan accordingly. And also, I will be tripling your taxes. Okay. Uh, Are you ready? Yes. I'm Dodie. I'm Greta. I'm Orla. And I'm Martin. And, and this, this is Sunday with Finn. That was fabulous. Um, now, I'm going to ask these lovely people some questions. We're going to get a nice conversation going. While I do that, I would encourage as many of you who feel comfortable to also consider some questions that you might like to ask because I will be passing the uh, mic to you uh, in, in a bit. So just, just get those gears turning. So something very interesting about Fizz is that it has been presented in a very unique way in that there is a vibe of fantastical sort of whimsy, but then also the songs tap into something that's very real. I'm very interested in how you have managed creatively to walk that tightrope and find that balance between the kind of whimsy and artifice and the realness. I have been rediscovering play in my late 20s and it's something I really missed because I'm a big fan of imagination. And so I think it's only right to bring that into an artist project where we decided nothing is too serious. And I think you can all tell regarding the lobsters on stage <laughs> that nothing and is crab. too serious. And crabs. And yeah. crabs, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, of course. I think being in our late 20s, it feels very messy and chaotic and we're kind of moving from being young people to young adults. <laughs> and I think... With that, there's a lot of confusion. And I think that comes up in the songs a lot of the time. We're, like, figuring it out as we go. It's very loud. It's very brash sometimes. It's confident sometimes. And then it's really not confident and vulnerable and sad. And I think that dial going back and forth is something that feels really true to me in my life. I don't know about you guys. I think what's nice as well, you talk about, like, the whimsy, which is obvious <laughs> in the band um but we always, we always talk about like being such huge fans of 
Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland and a lot of, you know, Tim Burton films and, you know, from like a visual perspective. I think what's really nice is these sort of flawed adults trying to like elicit some sort of joy and play in their work. There's a reason I think why we're so drawn to that and why I think those references keep popping up in in Fizzville. There's like a bit of a wonk to it, which is, you know, we're not kids anymore and we're trying to like play, but there's like a tinge of something wrong with it because we It's a bit tragic. It is a bit tragic, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit tragic. It's a bit uncanny valley. Beautifully put. Greta, thank you. When I first listened to the album, immediately I was struck by how sonically it really did sound like a fusion of all of your creative voices. Like, no song felt like distinctly one person's output. It felt like all four of you at once all the time. I guess I'm wondering how intentional was that and was that something you talked about while making the album or or did it happen very organically? The whole thing is an escape for us, so it sounding like the sum of its parts is, was never that exciting to me. Even though sometimes it does, there's like a moment that feels very Greta, a moment that feels very Martin, but I think when we sing together, something happens where it's like so much bigger than four of us. There's some like weird, religious, culty ascension. Dodes, you sing like a mouse in your project. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> like a beautiful mouse, to be, to be clear. I'm just from a pure volume level. We've been touring together for so long, and it's like... Every fucking audio engineer hates me. And they're like, like, can you sing louder? And I'm like, no. I look, I look at Dodie when we play the Fizz songs live, and we've only done that a few times. I look at Dodie, and she's like... <laughs> she's like doing this unhinged like feral out of body she's yelling her mouth is like my mouth is so wide that those are the moments where i'm like this is so this is so other even for us not just how we present it to the world but like even within our own lives and experiences of music there's something about this that is just so different and it's just like brings out all this weirdness that maybe we just can't bring out in other places. I just like, I love that. So the fusion I think was like somewhat effortless, but very like needed. Yeah. And I think we moved towards it without even like talking about it. Cause we just, I think we needed it to be different. That is so real. What we did have a chat about before we went to the studio was how we were going to leave our own artist projects at the door. Right. We were like, let's just ignore everything that, we have been for the past decade and I think in doing that it meant leaving behind quiet restrictions that I give myself like what we're trying to say in our music whenever we release something and what came out was very loud. (laughs) I think when you've worked on your own music for so long there's like an expectation of what it should sound like, who you are, how people want you to sound, what they expect of you and obviously that's fine but I think starting this band with you guys because we know each other in other ways you know not just through music we know each other around the dinner table having a cup of tea watching tv playing games i think there's a vulnerability and a safety there that when we do go into the studio it's like you don't have to be what you think you should be you're just our friend and let's like push you to the front let's put you on a pedestal and let you be whoever you want to be there's like a safety there which is not there in my project. I think taking up space in a band project where there's four egos and like, bless us, we're all really humble, I think, and nice. For how amazing we are. 
No, but I think what I mean is like, on our own, we do have more of an ego and we're way more uh, aware of how we're perceived and, you know, all of the sort of neurotic stuff that happens when you're an artist and overthinking decisions. When we went to the studio, because there was that base level of trust and friendship, all of that went out the window. I think it's the loudest all of us have ever been. And, and it sounds like we're all screaming and banging on our chest. And I think that is only possible with other people, like lifting you up and supporting you and pushing you to the front. In my own project, I have all the space to take up as much as I want. And I choose to be like a little nervous boy in the corner. True. Whereas with you guys, I feel like a big gorilla. <laughs> yeah, it's like liberating to, to share the load a bit. One could see having to work with three other people and having to share, like, there's a level of restriction there, but often restrictions kind of breed some of the best creativity. If you got into the studio and started, like, fiddling with stuff, like, how quickly... If it was, like, crap, how quickly would you have been able to pick up on that and how quickly would you have called <laughs> it off? Is, what is crap? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, the whole album's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Martin! <laughs> No, but I mean, like, the other day, we, we, were, we went down... <laughs> I've been dissing it us is, all day. It is crap. Uh, no, we went down to Middle Farm earlier on this week, actually, to record something. And, uh... <laughs> and we ended up, like, Gret did this stupid video... Uh, where we were like promoting these hell of a ride. Oh my god! Have you seen it? We're all just like pretty we're naked. Have to do it. Are we? Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. I don't have a thong on me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that video was just you singing this like ridiculous melody, the ugliest thing anyone's ever heard. And then. <laughs> And we just were like, sure, let's make a song out of that. And honestly, it's my favourite thing we've it's ever so done. Good. <laughs> Can we do it? Uh, do it. Go on, do it. Oh god, this is so funny. This is my life's work. All of our life's work. One, two, three. Hey, you can win this if you just sign up to our mailing list. Mailing list. Mailing list. You can win this, not this exact one, but a copy of it. Mailing list. Mailing list. You're right. That was shit. It was crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finish your point, mine. What was the point of that? It's all crap. But that was it's, sick. It's, yeah, it's crap. It's crap, but it's sick. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Okay, my next and I think final question: What was the easiest song to write, and what was the hardest song to write? And maybe all of you will give an answer for both of those. I think hardest one was close one. Because it's serious. It's definitely the simplest production we did. I think that's what was hard about it, was like, okay, getting us back down from the cosmos. Yeah, yeah, just like making sure everything was really correct. Whereas I think pretty much all the other songs, it was like, let's put everything in it. Mm. Yeah. I think the easiest one was every other one. <laughs> yeah. Are you just all in agreement? Well, no, I was going to say that, like... <laughs> Writing with you guys is always easy. I cannot believe what it's like. I feel like writing for me is like fucking pulling teeth, trying to get blood out of a stone. 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do. Because I'm very proud of the end result, blah, blah. But like writing with you guys is like, it's so fun. We just fucking what, get baked and sing about iPads. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> I think the most fun song to write was the grand finale, which is the last song on the album. It might as well be seven songs in one. But I think with that one, it felt like the like, structure of songwriting had just like gone out the window and we were just like following the vibe train. <laughs> I think by that point, we were so like far into the, the like, mania of it all that we were like, why don't we write like a six minute song with eight key changes and... That was such a sick feeling. It wasn't necessarily the easiest, but I do have like a fond memory around High Brighton because it was like the first one that we wrote and so it made sense to be the first one that we put out. And it's not as out there as like something like Grand Finale, but I think that's also why I like it. It has like a kind of like cuteness to me. It's like trying to take the format we know, but still like squeeze everything out of it. And I don't know how you feel about it guys, but it's like, I don't have to sing the lead all the time. Yeah. That's like so fun. Mm. I'm so used to having to like take up so much space, at least on stage, be all singing and dancing and guitar riffing and like something so fun. I, my favorite part of that song is where it just goes to the second verse and I'm like just playing guitar. Oh, That's just so rare for me. So I remember writing that one around the kitchen table. That was like, that had like a nervousness to it that was, I remember being really cute. It was like, oh, we're going to go and like go to the studio and like what's it going to be like? And we just didn't know. I just think I was so cute. Mm. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> now, you folks, ask some questions. Go for it. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Hi. My name's James. Is Hi. Hi. James. How are you guys? Hello, James. Um, Good, thank you. My question is: I heard that you guys describe your music as maximalist and i just wondered what that means to you um i think kind of what we were saying just now where when we were writing the reason why it's so easy is because we just said yes to everything and (laughs) that means it's incredibly loud and incredibly stupid but it yeah i don't know maximalist yeah, it truly got to a point where we were like, let's put on another instrument and you can't even hear it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's maximalist. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just throwing everything and the kitchen sink at it and then not taking it away at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Give us another question. Um, Hi. Um, your birthday? Yes, it is. Happy birthday to you. What's your name? Shit. India. Happy. India, like the country. What? Ha- India. Like India. The Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear India. manifested that by the way um so my question is i am a singer songwriter and i'm going through a really big writer's block <laughs> really big what advice do you guys have for just 
to get me back into the groove of writing, being fun, bringing back the love of songwriting. Start a project <laughs> with your best friends. <laughs> Um, change something I would yeah, say like even yeah. within your own thing if I get stuck I just have to invert it somehow even if it feels a bit silly like play an instrument you don't play okay. or like if you always start with a lyric start with a beat like be do something a bit uncomfortable because okay. I think the trappings of habit is like bad okay, yeah. place to be and that's where I get like that okay. yeah. wishing you luck it's Thank hard yeah. it's hard out there it it's is. so hard I like to listen to a conversation and like okay. listen to like a phrase that someone says in a conversation I'm like ooh just take that nugget and imagine it Martin I feel like you'd be really good at answering this question <laughs> uh, yeah I've, I, my own personal experience of writer's block which is all I guess anyone has to ever go off is their own experience is that it just never happens no I think it has happened in the past but I think I think it speaks to like your own sort of relationship with yourself and critique and like what what bar you're sort of setting for yourself and if you feel like you are capable of a song that's 10 out of 10 and you keep writing 7 out of 10 songs, what happens is you just don't bother writing anymore because you're scared it's not going to be a 10. So I feel like you just need to get over it and just, oh, write, okay. just write some sevens. Do you know what I mean? Write okay. some sevens and just like see, I think just see it through. I think you get so much out of just like seeing something through to completion, even if it's not the one yeah. you know i think you you just you get something out of completion that would be my that personal so advice good. that's really good i'm gonna fucking keep that that is so good i'm on sevens thank you but also good luck because it's, yeah it's, it's shit isn't it who's next which fizzlet little go for it hi i'm brie um so fizz has been public for only like a few months but you you seem to have like you've got this whole law you've got such like an established sound you all it's all very like concrete so my question is how long ago did you actually have the idea to form a band and how long have you actually been working on it cool well we went we went down to um middle farm which is a residential studio in south devon that ola was actually uh working in for her album woman on the internet great album <laughs> And there's a whole documentary about her working there. Um, and we were invited down by Orla to go and sing some live sessions with her that are also up online. And that's the first time, actually, that we all play together. So I guess that's the where Fizz originated. Um, and Pete Miles, who is the wizard in the UFO who abducted us and brought us here, um, who's also the producer and engineer at Middle Farm, <laughs> he said, you guys should think about starting a band or make something together, even if it's just... You know, if it, even if it doesn't amount to anything, like, you guys should just see what you create. So we went down in December 2021 for a week, and we wrote half the album in that week, and then we went back in July 2022 and wrote the second half of the album. Yeah, so we've kind of been planning it for a year and a half. I've always wanted to do something, like, very immersive. Yeah, it felt like the right time. Yeah, I think the visual world, uh, although it wasn't in our minds when we made the music originally the making of music was like an escape and a retreat it, it felt like it should be of another world in like some direction the conception of the whole thing came out of like a sort of 
anti-industry. Sorry, Decca. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we've been in the music industry in like varying capacities for the best part of 10 years. And I think, I think all of us, to a degree, have just become really cynical and jaded from the whole thing. It feels like a lot of compromises, a lot of hoops you jump through. And like, I know in my own personal artist project, I ended sort of like just sort of shaving away at it until it just became more and more palatable. And I think the way music's consumed now, it's like playlist culture and you're almost rewarded for being more normal you know yeah that was something that i'd always really resented i think that we weren't celebrating as a culture things that were cutting edge and new and different so yeah it just made sense when we just did something that felt new and different and fresh in its very conception because it was like a, a revolt against <laughs> against our own sort of artist careers it made sense for everything about it from the visuals to like how we've rolled it out and the, this campaign is ridiculous, yes. isn't it? It's so fast. We've got like a podcast, a song every two weeks, and it's been like really challenging. But I'm so glad we've done it because it's it's just challenged everything that we we thought we was the only way you could do something. Trailblazers. <laughs> Yo. Thank you, Mr. Um, uh, let's have another one. Hi, I'm Sam. Very nice to meet you. Hi, Sam. Hi. Um, my question to you all now you're in your late 20s, if you could give one piece of advice, life advice, to your 19-year-old self, what would that be? Dump him. <laughs> That's the tea, no, joking. Um, probably, like, trust yourself, probably. Trust your gut. Yeah, and, like, don't apologise for taking up space. I feel like I'm still fighting the, like, no worries if not girly within me. <laughs> but at 19, I was that to the max. It's so annoying. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'd just be like, don't apologise for existing. <laughs> I would say it's, it's such a cliche because you hear it from adults all around you when you are 19 and it doesn't make things feel any better. But what I would want to say is, like, you're supposed to be a mess. You're supposed to not know. That's it, really. And, like, allow yourself that. Give yourself the grace of, like, figuring it out and fucking up and feeling trapped and not knowing how to get out of it. Because, like, you're not supposed to know yet. You're supposed to go through that very time period that you are right now to learn and then to, like, be able to do it at 28. So, yes. Yeah, I think you've only really got your own sort of gut and what feels right, especially when you're like an artist and you're all we're trying to do is, is express ourselves. So the idea of anyone coming along and telling you how to do that just doesn't make sense. Just do, do you, man. Another question? Hi. Yeah. Oh. Oh, sorry, I'm um, long time listener, first time caller, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so you've got strawberry jam on a Sunday with your friends. Preach. I want to know what your favorite weirdest Toast topping combo is. Oh my god, a great <laughs> question. I know Dodie's. Bananas and pesto. Disgusting. That's gross. That is gross. <laughs> I would try it though. It's so good. Just try it as the perfect snack. Um, but if I don't have any bananas or pesto to hand, um, butter and marmite. It's, it's not weird, but it is delicious. Um, butter, toast, butter, Nutella, salt and honey. Mm. Motherfucker, that is so good. <laughs> Just peanut butter and jam. It's not that weird, is it? You put all sorts on. You're talking mayo, aren't you? Oh, peanut butter, sriracha and mayo, yeah. No. Oh, no! Whoa. It's, it's good. 
Well, <laughs> it's good. Why am I making that face? I make fucking pissing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, just wanted to say, loved the album so much. It felt like an out-of-body experience to listen to this after seeing Boy Genius yesterday and all oh. I saw you were there and I hope you also had a really good time. <laughs> I guess what my question is, is I kind of imagine working with my friends and as insane as we all are, I can kind of see the dynamics and vibes of our group changing. I wondered since you've started your project, if you've kind of felt that shift in vibes or dynamic? Yeah, definitely. I think like... Um, we share a lot of roles as friends. We live together, some of us, you know, we've been working together on different projects. I think working together will open up doors that you didn't know about each other, and that is a beautiful thing, but it's also really interesting. And I think the main thing is you discover a lot about yourself in a working environment, and um, you learn more about your own boundaries and also, like, buttons that can be pressed that you didn't know that were there. And I think it's really interesting and really useful information. And I would not want to be going through this with anyone else but these guys, literally, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. It feels dense with learning. Some parts of this project feel not quite familiar, but like I feel like we know how to release a song, we know how to play a show. Like The bare bones jobs are like in us, but the social... Dynamics, that's to me where all the like learning has been. And it's been like hard at times, but also like really beautiful. And I agree with those that like confronts me with things about myself more than anything. There's been no surprises about you guys really, apart from <laughs> just like growing, also growing in like closeness. Like it's it's so it's so close. We do everything. We hang out all the time. <laughs> but my, my favorite thing is that even if we've had a really hard day and we're talking about challenging work stuff, and we've basically, it sounds really unsexy, but we've basically started like a, a business together. You know, that's not like why you do it, but those are the kind of boring, unglamorous things that come up. And like, for me, what I love is how even if we have a really hard day of work, like we still want to hang out at the end. Like my eyes be like hanging out of my head. I'm so tired. And I'm just like, you guys want to get baked and play the home yeah. Play the weird blindfold game. <laughs> like, I, I really just think that. that's so, so... I think that's so nice. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh, there were moments where I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know this about myself. And like, you guys are like a mirror to that. And that can be really scary sometimes, you know? That can be really intimidating if you're not like ready to look at that about yourself. But um, I think... Yeah, like you say, I wouldn't do it with anyone else. There's so much trust and safety there. Um, similar to the trust and safety that there was writing the album, you know. Go for it. Yeah, same as everyone else, really. Like those touched on just trigger points for everyone. Everyone's got their shit, haven't they, that they go through and like, it flares up in different ways and we're all sort of learning how to get the best out of each other all the time. Even like, I mean, in a studio environment, like something as basic as someone doing a vocal, one person might really appreciate, like, oh, can you sing that again and do that? That was a bit flat or whatever, and being really direct and communicative. Whereas someone else might just want you to be like, that was amazing, well done, keep smashing it. And just those sort of nuances in day-to-day -day interaction and figuring out just how to get the best out of each other all the time and feeling really seen by people is sometimes exactly what you want and sometimes exactly what you don't want especially when you're like ultra stressed which we all have been at various times and that's come out in different ways so it's really high stakes we're like you know we love each other so much there's a lot to lose so i think 
there's that. I've also never communicated as a, as much as I have with you guys over the last three months. Everything because we really value each other's voices and opinions. Everything takes fucking forever because we have to like even tonight with the sausage rolls. I was like, do you want sausage rolls? Do you want like do you want sausage <laughs> it's rolls? Let's take about sausage rolls. Let's take about the sausage rolls. Yeah, like you say, like it's so funny how some people are like attention to detail fucking maniacs. Um, no <laughs> careful and considered thank you um, and then some people it doesn't matter you know and then you might assume that they don't care about this other thing because they didn't care about that thing but they actually do really care about that thing so communication leaving time for enough communication is huge for us because there's no front man all it said when we when we were a couple months in we were like oh yeah we now realise why there's a front man because they just make all the decisions but it's I, that's what I really value about this this band is that everyone's voices matter you know can i just say as someone who is outside of the band but close to the band i think it's a miracle that within that pressure cooker that any band can exist on the planet right? i totally agree and i think you guys even though it has been tough at, at some points i do think you are probably the most well equipped to deal with it and you have been dealing with it incredibly well and you've been working very, very hard. So I just want to give you a little... Thank you, Mr. Your question set us down a rabbit yeah, hole. That was, that was a big one. Um, okay, I think we've probably got time for one more audience question. You know, that was quite a deep one. So if this is a lovely little softball, you know, <laughs> what's your favourite colour? It could be deep. It could no, be, like, be deep. Um... Yeah. <laughs> can I go for medium? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, Fizz. I'm hello. Joe. Nice to hi, Joe. Oh, say hello. So you said you've kind of went down to the farm with no expectations of whether you were going to release things previously. Um, what was the moment that you realised that actually it was really working and you wanted to share this with the world and with us? We just loved it so much. <laughs> I think we were just so proud of what we made. And it was so clearly like a solid body of work. I don't know about you guys. I was like... Everything past the fun music making bit, I was terrified of because this this period, the promo period, like for me, is not my favorite. I'll be honest. The joy in it is the making music and playing shows, and there is like moments of joy in this for sure. But like, I think I don't know. I'm not sure at what point I was like, this is definitely going to be a thing. But I also think I was like very intentionally pushing that very much to the back of my mind when we were actually at the studio. I knew it would come because I wanted people to hear it. But, like, I was also enjoying it just being ours for a while was also really, really fun. Magic. Yeah. I remember saying, like, even if we didn't do anything with it, we should do this every year. Because mm. that's how magic it felt. We were like, this is so special. Yeah. I think Middle Farm is such a, such a special place as well. Music aside, the culture that Pete, the producer, has made there is so magical. Everyone is so egoless. Everyone helps make the food, helps tidy up, making cups of tea. Like there's, there's absolutely zero hierarchy, and it feels, it feels like what it's supposed to be like living. Like Would you honestly, say it's the secret it, 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 to life. <laughs> in my happiest moments in my life, life feels really simple. So I'm here with my friends. I'm eating food. We're singing a song, having a drink. Isn't that just lovely? We're just having a nice time. There's nothing more complicated about it. Yeah, so for me, that was all I really wanted, was to just do that. And even if we had it on a hard drive forever, it would be our little thing that we could just do. Yeah. 
But here we are, at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a great final question. Thank you so much. Now, I don't know why I've... My voice... Before we leave... Did anyone listen to the Hell of a Ride podcast episode? <laughs> We're going to sing some songs that we make up right here, right now, um, as prompted by you guys. Does that sound fun? <laughs> Let's play the song, song game! game. <laughs> song <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> Um, what's your prompt? Like some really good cheese. <laughs> some really good cheese. Some really good cheese. cheese. Okay, are we starting with cheese? Let's start with cheese. Okay. This is a nose whistle. <laughs> okay, you in? G. <laughs> Guys, G. <laughs> okay, ready? One, two. One, two, three, four, breathe. I'm coming back. Shut up. Any more prompts? You. Swamp. 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 Yeah. Should we go minor? Okay. It's one lady who lives in a swamp. I live 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 in a swamp. I Another prompt. <laughs> a life-changing haircut. A life-changing haircut. It's got to be Grant's, isn't it? It's got to be about Grant's. Okay. Or give me like a tempo. Maybe like a shuffle. Okay. We'll give it. Martin, you lead it. No. Okay. <laughs> she went to the hairdressers and got her haircut. Doesn't it look really good? Didn't she know what's up? Yeah! Yeah! It's your verse. I've got short hair now. 
I've got your hair now. Okay. Swamp. 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 <laughs> We're so good at lyrics. <laughs> Exquisite. Um, I think we've probably got time for two more prompts. Okay, Therefore, two more songs. Um, I'm coming to you. <laughs> Hello. Hi, it's all very important. Um, when, when... Stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry. When you stall with someone else in the car and it's just really embarrassing. When you what? Stall. When you stall the car uh, and you shouldn't have done. Yeah. I feel like you need to start. That's what. This kind of vibe. Yeah. Go on, you, 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 go on, OG. She knew how to drive, but she didn't know how to drive. <laughs> Still, she was driving my car, and then she stopped. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Every song. One yeah, more yeah. prompt. This is gonna send us to to the heavens. It's so be. no yeah. pressure. A song about the mayor. Oh. A song about the mayor. My, my campaign song. Make this sexy. really sexy. I think you should need this. <laughs> Make it a sexy song. Sexy song. Yeah. Sexy. Like one of these. Oh. Okay. Ooh. You said you want me to lead it? Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah, Come on, what if it's like Mr. Mayor, One, Mayor, two, three. Mr. Mayor, 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 Mr.
I'm not corrupt. <laughs> Songs are meant to like, like do different things, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like sections okay. and stuff. Okay, this one way first. First verse. Okay. Chorus. One. Chorus. Two. Chorus. Two. I'm a mayor. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, and I can do things <laughs> for you. He's a mayor. He's a mayor. He's a mayor. TV and cashing checks. Kissing babies? He's a man, he's a man, he's a man, he But in my heart, <laughs> I have a longing. Why are you so good? For higher office than this. <laughs> I want to be the president <laughs> and maybe one day the king <gasps> but for now I'll settle for this humble little Chorus. job of mine one, two, three, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor and he can do things Mr. Mayor, he's the mayor, he's the mayor and he can Lots of things, lots of things. He's a mayor, he's a mayor, he's a mayor, and he can do things. Woo <laughs> He's a mayor, he's a mayor, he's a mayor, and he can do things. Vote for me. My man. And with thank you. Did, can I count on your vote? Can I count on your vote? Y yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> can I just say also big thank you to Nirvana, Becky, Ali, and Disco for all their help on this event. I give it up for Katie for recording. Yes, thank, thank you, Katie. Lisa for set dressing as well. Lisa Thank you. I'm sure there's way more people. Who did the food? Have we mentioned the food? Oh shit, picnic. Thank you, everyone. Yes, so good. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And join us next time as we try to discover the, the secrets of life.